Hello, and welcome to Unknowable, the podcast where we talk about all things mysterious, unusual, or unknowable. I'm Justine. And I'm Gray. This week, we're talking about um, the the rash? I guess you couldn't call it a rash because it happened over the span of a long time, but the the recurring theme in the Salish Sea where they keep finding severed feet in shoes yeah. just washing up around this like bay. Yeah, a whole um, ton of feet. Uh, since August 20th, 2007, there have been uh, uh, 21 detached human feet found on the coasts of uh, the Salish Sea, so right. British Columbia, Canada, and Washington State. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. There's like up. Vancouver, um, Tacoma, and a few, and like some other smaller ones. But it's, there's like some pretty sizable cities on the Salish Sea. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, is interesting because I had never heard of it. No, I know. Me neither. Um, this was actually a topic that I first heard about a few years ago when I was listening to um, a podcast that is actually no longer very sad, but it was just called That's Weird. Yeah. And that is weird. They, it, yeah. Their topic matter is a little bit more expanded than ours because they just talk about anything weird, so it doesn't need to be unknowable per right. se. It's just weird shit. Um, but I remember hearing about this. I had never heard of it until I heard this podcast, and then I was like, what? Excuse so, me? Yeah, excuse me. Like It was just such a casual thing of just like, oh, yeah, there's just some feet that washed up and so this was kind of pretty quickly put on our list after we started our podcast of like, we need to talk about this at some point. Seriously. So yeah, super weird. Um, again, 20 different feet to 2007 to now, I think the most recent one was 2019. So that's like 12 years yeah. worth, um, which yeah, is like a long time, but not really with 20 plus feet. And that's only the ones that people have found for sure. Right. Um, really bizarre. The, BC coroner's service um, said in December 2017 that foul play had been ruled out by authorities and all the investigations um, that they believed that the feet came from people who were killed in accidents or by suicide. And mostly it seemed like foul play had kind of been ruled out partly because the feet had detached naturally from the rest of the body. Right. Which, which I mean, like yeah. you could... You could murder somebody, cut their leg off at the knee, and then throw that leg into the water, and then it could naturally detach from the shin. But there's oh, still yeah. foul play. Like, yeah, there's no tool marks on the the foot itself. But I, I don't know. They seem yeah. very quick to just dismiss that as like, oh no, it can't possibly. And then nineteen yeah. more times, they're like, oh no, it can't possibly be foul play. And it's like, that's you know statistically significant for that many. Like that's like a you know that's like an mo. If you, even if even if there was three feet that washed up in the space of twenty years, that would be wild. Yeah, but twenty feet. Yeah, twenty feet in shoes. Oh, that's definitely something we will talk about in more depth when we talk about our theories. But yeah, they officially right. no foul play. Um, yeah, typically found most of these feet were found in uh, like some type of running shoes uh, or yeah. sneakers. I would describe um, them as dad shoes. Yeah, lots of dad shoes, like lots of like new, balance. new balances. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh yeah, a weird amount of new balances. I don't know if that's like a I don't know, like West Coast thing in the the later 2000s, but Right. Lots of new balances. Um and a couple of them were in other types of shoes, not necessarily sneakers, but mostly sneakers. Yep. Um which was thought to the coroners, very various coroners thought that the 
shoes were responsible for both keeping the feet buoyant enough to eventually wash ashore and gave them enough protection from decomposition to be found relatively intact. Makes a lot um, of sense. Have to makes admit. a lot of sense. Yeah, it, for sure. It's like a foot maybe typically wouldn't float all on its own, but in a rubbery shoe, it would and would make right. its way to the shore. So, sure. Um, yeah, prior to this string of feet washing in shore, there have been earlier instances, but really the only ones that I found really were... Uh, there had been 1887 police there. There was a leg and a boot found on a Vancouver beach. 1887. Uh, One of the things that I read said that police actually placed the limb outside the station, hoping someone would claim it. (laughs) Like, Oh, is this where where my leg is? (laughs) Yeah. Like the person who lost it is claiming it or somebody's just like, I know that boot. Right. I, I don't know, but just what, like, again, what was going on? Right, in like the 1800s. 1887, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. They just propped it up outside against the wall and they were just like, somebody fucking come take we care sure of this. We sure as hell ain't figuring out this crime unless somebody comes and like confesses to it or tells us whose leg this is. Yeah, it's bizarre. It reminds me of like there, I've read a couple of stories here and there of like coroner's offices essentially like putting bodies on display to have people come ID them. And again, like not in recent times, but just right. makes you wonder again, like what the hell didn't they do that with the Summerton man? Um, they had like a bunch of people, like a parade of people kind of walk through and see if anybody could ID him. That may have been, I, I know so. it's definitely like been a thing that I've read about and I've always just been like, wait, what? Like they just had random people come and see a dead body. I mean, they also, the thing I, I try to remind myself too is that people had like a different relationship to death back then. You pretty much like, True. you know, nowadays we can go our whole lives and never see a dead body. Mm. Whereas people back then, you know, you pro- by the time you're like 15, you've already seen like a hundred dead bodies. Like, <laughs> so it's like, you know, just what's, what's one more? What's one more? Which, you know, you have to wonder if that's maybe a better not good to have seen so many dead bodies, but like to have a culture that maybe is a little bit more in tune with yeah. your trying final to, resting place, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Like trying to think of the right wording for that. Like not that I want people to be desensitized to it in a way, but you know, we've kind of talked about it before where I think our culture and our society tends to view death as like a very scary, like taboo topic and we don't really right. discuss it very much. And so, you know, maybe it's good. Maybe we should put more, found limbs outside of police stations just to we be should like, just start you know par- parading children through coroner's offices yeah. once a year from just do it. when they're like five years old yeah just kidding what, we totally what's don't the worst this. that can happen <laughs> what's the worst that could happen so oh and so not only did they do that but uh so no one claimed the leg in case you're curious Shocking. um and then in a 1976 act so like almost a hundred years later uh the city named the location where the Leg was found. They found it leg in boot square. It's a little on the nose. Yeah. It's a little much. They could have been a little more subtle. Right. Um, and then on July 30th, 1914, so a ways later and still a hell of a long time ago, uh, the Vancouver Sun reported that recent arrivals from Kimsquit, which was a former village on the Nuxalk Indian tribe, um, hmm. reported a human leg encased in a high boot was found on a beach near the mouth of the Salmon River, which is, I guess, now called Dean River. Um, But that's like, so it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this has been happening there. But then it was like two cases. I'm like, that's not really. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I I feel like if that, we'll get into this more, but I feel like if the whole idea that like 
you know, a leg can naturally detach from a body and then be protected by the shoe and then wash up on shore for that reason, I feel like they'd be finding a lot of feet on a lot of beaches all across the world. Well, exactly. I've never heard of it until this situation. Exactly. So it it seems a little bit odd. Um, So just FYI, I happened to have a lot of time to research yesterday and I clicked into and read all 67 of the source articles on the Wikipedia entry. So I got deep. Yeah, it was intense. Um, It's my first time ever doing that. Like I have clicked into source articles before, but I have never so methodically just gone through and like every single one, a couple of them like had an error and I couldn't see them, but almost all of them were available and a lot of them were repeats. It was like an article from a different online paper about the same foot but still right (laughs) the same foot (laughs) the same foot but found some cool stuff and thankfully the wikipedia article had an entire list with dates so some of the articles i could click into and like as long as i could see what date the article was published i could tell which foot it was talking about (laughs) so that was cool wow um yeah and i also made a map which benefits no one but me right now because you're not even here yep but you can kind of see this printed it out oh yeah yep yep right right Wow, they're, um, they're quite they're quite scattered in the region, but all yeah, all in the Salish Sea. Yeah, so yeah, we'll probably have to like describe this a little bit, but um, basically, yeah, the Salish Sea. So I actually have a whole description of what the Salish Sea is because, of course, I do. <laughs> so the Salish Sea refers to there is a Strait of Georgia a Strait of Juan de Fuca. hope I'm saying that right. Um, and which is the Strait of Juan de Fuca is a body of water. That's like almost a hundred miles long. That is the Salish seas outlet to the Pacific ocean. Um, and also the international boundary between Canada and the U S runs down the center of that Strait. and okay. Puget sound. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Puget sound is an inlet of the Pacific ocean located along the Northwestern coast of Washington. And then the Strait of Georgia. So all three of those collectively are the Salish Sea. Yeah. It's kind of shaped almost like a, like a sickle as in like a hammer and sickle. Exactly. That like the water kind of like goes inland and then curves sharply upward up to, you know, not a point, but kind of a point. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's all, it's all part of the ocean, but like it's in, it's, it's kind of a sea inland, I guess, which I was unaware until researching this exactly what the definition of a sea is. So exactly. Yeah. There's that. I I had no idea. And so, yeah, there's Vancouver along one of these coasts. Um, Again, there's part of Washington state is along the coast. And then there's also, um, yeah, a little bit of British Columbia. So we've got all kinds of stuff going on here. And there's also a bunch of islands in there. So there's a whole lot of opportunities for things to wash ashore, both on like the coasts of these mainlands and these islands. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the feet have been found kind of all over. Yeah. Like the map just kind of shows everywhere. Um, so yeah, this started August 20th, 2007, uh, Jedediah Island in British Columbia. Sadly, like (laughs) Jedediah, most of these feet were sadly just found by people like, I mean, I think pretty much all of them were just found by people just hanging out. Yeah. Just doing their thing. And this was a girl visiting from Washington, uh, just was on the beach and picked up a size 12 Adidas shoe and opened the sock to find a man's right foot. 
I don't know that I would open the sock if I found that. No, I really, there's a whole lot of like little snippets like that from these foot findings where I'm just like, yeah, I would not have gotten that far. Nope. I don't know that I would I like. I wouldn't have even picked up the shoe. Exactly. Like I feel like if I saw a shoe anywhere, like on a street, on the beach, especially on the beach, if it was like wet, there's no oh, way I'm yeah. touching somebody's gross shoe. Nope. Like all set without that. Yeah. So that's pretty sad. Um, the remains were later identified as those of a missing man suffering from depression. So I think there's a couple cases here, like this one in particular, they obviously could not prove that this man died from suicide. I think they assumed that that might've been what happened because they knew he suffered from depression, which obviously like could be, but like I suffer from depression. Right. I I mean, I think depressing depression is a whole lot more common of a thing than I think they wanted to pretend it was in 2007. Oh yeah. I sure hope that if you found my severed foot on a beach and you knew that I had like dealt with depression that you wouldn't just assume like, Oh yeah, she probably just must have suicide. Like definitely. Right. I, I'm hoping people wouldn't assume that, but I think that's what was assumed about this guy. Um, interestingly, this kind of shoe was produced in 2003 and distributed mainly in India. So more on that later. Yeah. More on this later. There's a few of these where we kind of, we know where the shoe was mostly distributed. So yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, and then six days later, a man's right foot was discovered by a couple on Gabriola Island, British Columbia, uh, waterlogged and appeared to have been taken ashore by an animal. This was a size 12 Reebok produced in 2004 and sold worldwide, but primarily in North America. Yep. Um, and so it was after this find, after this second foot, second foot in six days, but still second foot, that the police said the odds of finding two male right feet wearing size 12 running shoes within a week of each other are like astronomical and defied explanation. So, but there's nothing suspicious going on. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. Like we get 18 more feet in and like after two, they were like, this is fucked up, man. Um, (laughs) then we have nothing until February, February 2nd, 2008, a man's right foot in a size 11 Nike was found on Valdez Island, British Columbia. That's, Apparently all we know about that one. Sad. Just some dude. Um, Then we go to May, May 22nd, 2008. A woman's right foot in a blue and white New Balance uh, found on Kirkland Island, British Columbia. Um, So it was thought to have washed down the Fraser River and having nothing to do with the previous three found, which (laughs) seems early to say to me, but okay. Right. Sure. So that was number four. Uh, number five was like a month later on my birthday, June 16th, Whoa. 2008. Uh, this was a man's left foot found by two hikers floating in water on West Ham Island, British Columbia. Um, fun thing. This was confirmed that it matched the right foot found on February 2nd. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they matched up. Um, but fucking weird. The remains were identified as a 21 year old Surrey man who was reported missing four years prior, whose death was considered not suspicious. So indicating either misadventure or suicide. Um, but one of the articles about these feet being matched did mention that the police said, quote, we have to be aware that these could be homicide victims. So right. again, five feet in the police were already like, it could be homicide. Right. We don't know. Um, and yeah, odd, like a 21-year-old man reported missing, but... Also saying like, oh, it's it's either suicide or misadventure. That's like a pretty, br- like, 
a broad generalization. Like those are, it's not like, oh, he either like slipped and fell off this one specific spot or he like jumped off this one specific spot. It's like, Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like making a lot of assumptions here. Yeah. And what exactly does misadventure uh, entail? What are the options? Right. (laughs) I'm not sure. Misadventure sounds kind of fun. Not like something that would end with my foot being found by some hikers. Right. It sounds like you'd like, you know, get a little too drunk in a country you've never been to before and wake up somewhere that you have no idea where you are and have some wild story to tell about the night before. Yeah. Not, not somebody finding my foot. I really hope nobody finds my foot. Right. It's terrible. Or do I hope that they find my foot? So maybe they have a chance. I don't know. I don't know. You hope that we never have to find your foot. Exactly. I hope my foot remains on my body for my lifetime. Yes. Afterwards, solid. it's fair game. Yeah. yeah, sure. Do whatever you want with it afterwards. But yeah, I don't know. Like a 21-year-old dude going missing. I mean, I guess anybody going missing is suspicious to me. So right. I'm not sure how that person's death is considered not suspicious. Again, with him just going missing and not knowing how he died. I don't know. I got a lot of questions. Um, Lots of questions. Yeah. So that's number five. Um, and then again, oh, six days later. So it was thought that a man's right foot in a black Adidas was found on the south coast of British Columbia by a resident, but it turned out to be a hoax. It was a quote, skeletonized animal paw. Yeah. There's quite a few hoaxes in this story too, which is strange. Yeah. I don't understand that impulse for the humans to like, no, you know, like, oh, like there's this like awful thing going on. Like I'm going to like pretend like somebody like stuff a boot full of meat at some point too. Oh yeah. Yeah. There were multiple hoaxes throughout this like again, like a 12 year span or so where people, yeah, just put raw meat in a boot, somebody else. Yeah. Like this was a animal paw that was put in a shoe with like some seaweed wrapped around it. Yeah. I don't understand the, uh, I don't know the intention there. Like this is going to be really funny. We're going to see it in the news, I guess. Like it's going to be hilarious. Right. But yeah, I don't, yeah, not cool. So that was a, a false alarm. So then jump to August 1st, 2008, a man's right foot inside a black size 11 shoe discovered by a camper on a beach near, I don't even want to try to pronounce this name, P-Y-S-H-T, Washington, Pisht. Yeah, Pisht. That's pretty good. That's sure. what I would say. Yeah. Um, this was the first foot of the series we found outside of British Columbia. Um. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police and Clallam County Sheriff's Department agreed a few days later that the foot could have been carried south from Canadian waters. Uh, It was less than 16 kilometers from the international border. Hmm. And they attempted to see if it matched with a body found in the San Juan Islands. uh, That's in Washington, a little bit northeast of where the foot was found in 2007. There was a body found with no feet. But weird. I didn't end up seeing anything about whether that was matched or not. Okay, see, that's fucking weird, man. Right, like, like a body a with body no feet. A body being found with no feet? Yeah. Like, that's not, oh, the body fell into the water and, like, the predators ate everything except for the feet. That's like, what, did somebody cut the feet off? Or yeah, did, unclear. Na- did, the, just, did just the feet naturally detach? Did he have his hands? Why didn't right? those naturally detach? Yeah, I have a it's lot of strange. questions. Yeah, I, I really, I should have looked more into that particular death, but I did not. Um but yeah, just funny that they're like, oh, let's try to match it to this body we found with no feet. But like, there's definitely nothing weird happening here. Yeah. In general, this is fine. Um, 
Yeah. So there was that. And then a few months later, November 11th, 2008, uh, another woman's left foot found floating in a New Balance shoe in the Fraser River. Um, and so this DNA profiling analysis indicated that it was a match to the May foot found on Kirkland Island. Um, this was interesting too. It was later identified as being sneakers belonging to a woman who jumped from the Petulo bridge in new Westminster in April, 2004, four years prior. Um, so that is interesting just cause I, I'm assuming somebody must have seen her jump or right. maybe like tried to save her when she jumped in and couldn't, maybe she, I don't know how active that, um, like that river is if maybe right. she jumped in and she got carried off and people like somebody must have seen her jump is my right. assumption here. So that was another two, two feet matched up and they knew how she died. So that was not anything suspicious. Um, then almost a year later, October 27th, 2009, a man's right foot in a size eight and a half Nike on a beach in Richmond, South of Vancouver. Um, the remains were identified. It was a Vancouver area man reported missing, uh, the previous year, but again, no idea how he died. Hmm. just just some missing dude still seems suspicious to me um then jump to august 2010 a woman's or child's right foot without a shoe or sock interesting right uh found on whidbey island in washington it was determined to have been in the water for two months or less it had no skin only muscle and tendon remained oh god that's yeah horrifying yeah it's awful um, hmm. yeah, very interesting. It, they didn't really know for sure. They, it was like a small enough foot that they determined it was either a child's or like a small woman's. <laughs> um, Again, super broad. <laughs> yeah. Very broad. Um, but it also goes directly against what they're saying. Like how the shoe is the thing that protects the foot and that's it. Right. I mean, granted it didn't have any skin, but yeah, still, still, uh, yeah, no match was found believed to not be linked to the others since it was the first one found not inside a shoe. Which, okay, I guess. Yeah, what? Like, but it's a but still just like a foot. Severed human foot in yeah. the same body of water. Yeah, I don't know how that's not linked no matter what. Like, even if it was all different, like, sexes of people and ages and all kinds of stuff, like, it's still a foot in a, you know, not super tight area, but like a pretty close together area. Yeah. Where there's just I've all never heard of a foot happen. being found anywhere in the state of Maine. No. So. Maybe it's happened, but definitely not frequently enough that it's like a thing. Right. This was this has been a thing there for a while. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fast forward just a few months. December 5th, 2010, a boy's right foot found on the tidal flats in Tacoma, Washington, uh, still inside a boy's size 6 Ozark Trail hiking boot. Uh, hmm. They guessed it was someone in their mid to late teens, but no other info on that. Sad. Um, and then the next August 30th, 2011, a foot found in a man's white and blue size nine running shoe floating next to the, uh, Plaza of Nations Marina in False Creek, British Columbia. Hmm. And this, this foot was attached to the lower leg bones. Gross. Like the lower That's... leg had disarticulated from the knee. Yeah. Weird. Still no tool marks though. No. Um, somehow more horrifying. Like at least the other ones you would just see a shoe. And then if you investigated, you'd be like, Oh shit, there's a foot in there. But this was like, you know, a whole shin. Yeah. With a you foot look and you're bottom. like, Oh, that is, that is a leg. <laughs> that is that a is leg. Most of a leg. Ugh. 
not okay with that. Not okay with any of this, nope. but definitely not okay with that. Um, then, yeah, jump to November 4th, 2011. Man's right foot, size 12 hiking boot, discovered by a group of campers in a pool of fresh water at Sassamat, Sassamat Lake near Port Moody, British Columbia. Um, this was the first one to be found in fresh water versus salt water. And the first one in a hiking boot rather than a sneaker. Interesting. Right. Um, ended up being identified by the BC coroner service as that of a 65 year old Stefan Zaharozko, a local fisherman who went missing in 1987. Dude. Jesus. Yeah. That's like 24 years. Wow. Yeah. Just floating. Yeah. Just floating. He, which, what the fuck? Go ahead. You go first. I was going to say, he had been fishing alone when he disappeared, and they just found his overturned boat drifting in the lake. But again, no foul play. No foul play. Right? What? They just think he just fell out of his boat? What the fuck? Like, even if the shoe is protecting the foot. Yeah. Like, at some point, their stuff is going to get into that boot, whether it's bacteria or small fish. Something is going to get in there and eat that. Right. So, like, the fact that it's been protected for 20 years, even, yeah. like, it would just rot away, wouldn't it? I it's in, like, salt think, water. I would think. I'm super confused. Well, actually, this one was fresh water, but still. Still. I, yeah, I... Very confused. I'm not an expert on things decaying in water, I'll <laughs> say. I kind of wish I was, though. I kind of want to know more now. This is, like, one of the few things that I've said I'm not an expert on that I kind of wish I was a little bit more. Right. It would be very useful right now. But yeah, wild that it's, this was a dude, a known dude that had gone missing and amazing that his boot and foot and everything were still intact that much later. And like, I have no idea why. I mean, it was found in a pool of fresh water, but you have to assume that that was not like a deep, it's not like they were diving around in the water and found it. Like this was just in a shallow pool. Like what made it, I don't know. I would imagine a lake I mean, lakes have some movement to the water, but not like an ocean does where there's like a current per se, right? So how does a foot from 20 plus years ago suddenly wind up in a shallow pool? Jeez. Yeah. You know? I I just don't know. Actually, I'm going to check my map if I can even see where that lake is. F. F. The problem here was that I labeled all these things on the map online but then when it printed out the like actual names are not on these little things so i can't tell where that lake is crap jeez but you know what still question remains what the hell what the hell what the hell so yeah so that was that uh about a month later december 10th 2011 a human leg bone and foot in a black plastic bag found under the Ship Canal Bridge in Lake Union, Seattle, by a volunteer helping the homeless. Shitty. <sighs> but I mean, they're just, not suspicious. No, yeah, not a weird A barefoot in a black plastic trash bag? Excuse yeah. me? One of them stepped on a plastic bag and looked down and found out that it was human remains. Which is <sighs> not funny, but a little funny. It's just, you know, it's like a humorous... Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a gallows humor. Yeah, it's like what you what we would joke about. Like, you know, I feel like every time we would be driving on the highway together and we'd see like a garbage bag on the side of the highway. Like the joke was always that it was a body. Yeah. Which is like, not that you want it to be a body. It's like not funny, but it's just like, Oh, somebody dumped some remains over there. That would be ironic. Yeah. But this actually was 
I wonder how many times we've seen a body part unknowingly on the side of the road. I have thought about that a lot. Um, also, remember that time that we were exploring behind, what was it? Like behind that oh. weird car wash. You know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. Oh, yeah. The fucking we, cooler. Yes. Gray and I were back in the day. God, like I must have been 21, maybe like 20. So you were yep. like 15. And yep. uh, nearby, there is like this car wash and behind it i don't know what was back there like did it used to be like a skating rink or something yeah and uh, it's been yeah, empty i mean i think a, it's still empty if the building's even there rink. yes so just like sketchy area and so we would go back there and like hang out and be edgy and like take pictures and stuff and one of the days we were back there we saw it was like on the edge of this you know kind of like parking lot pavement whatever and right on the edge of where the parking lot met the tree line sort of like, or at least met like a field. There was right. just this cooler sitting there. And of course we got really curious and went over to check it out. And I remember we opened it and uh, it was just like, whatever had been in there had liquefied. <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> I like thought that was going to be you gagging. You looked like you were going to be gagging <laughs> just thinking about it. But yeah, there seemed like there had been definitely something in there that was probably some type of meat. Oh, I'm gotcha. Guessing. Yeah. And There's something, I, something masticated in that. It was <laughs> decayed under the water. And it yeah. was one of the most traumatic experiences of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. We should not have opened it. We were just too curious. But it just seemed like it was placed in such like an intentional way. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was like ugh. in the middle of like a big open spot. It was just like perfectly like symmetrically placed in front of a building. Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. wanted us to find that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was meant to be found. Uh, I feel like we tipped it over. Didn't we tip it over? I think so. There wasn't yeah, we anything were... identifiably a no. body in there, but which is almost worse. It's worse that it was right. like out there rotting long enough that like nothing was identifiable anymore. It was bad. Right. So yeah, that could have been, could have been something. Um, but yeah, no cause of death or identification was found for this leg, the sketchy leg found in the black plastic bag. Sketchy um, leg. Yeah. So then a month later, January 26, 2012, uh, the remains of, quote, what appears to be human bones inside a boot were found in the sand along the water at a dog park near the Maritime Museum in Vancouver. Hmm. Uh, no other info about that. And then, like, nothing for two years. It was May 6, 2014, a human foot in a men's size 10 and a half white New Balance shoe and a black sock. Classic. Dude, what the hell? Like, oh, man. Why? Um, found along the shoreline of Centennial Park in Seattle by volunteers cleaning up trash. Again, people just, like, trying to do some good. And they find a fucking human foot. No um, good deed goes unpunished. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, a forensic anthropologist at the King County medical examiner's office in one of the articles I read mentioned that many more feet have probably washed ashore over the years, but since people started investigating shoes found on beaches, they have probably been found more often. So because this like became a thing in the area, people were probably more likely to see a shoe and actually check it out rather than just assume it's a shoe, Hmm. which just means that like what is already a ton of feet, 20 feet could have been more than that really. Right. So, or it could have been happening for longer and it was just like after that first one was publicized, people were like, hmm. Right. Interesting. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah. And then again, almost another two years, February 7th, 2016, a foot in a sock and a running shoe found by hikers on Botanical Beach on Vancouver Island. A woman said her husband spotted it and he picked it up and they looked at it for, quote, about five minutes. What? Jeez. And thought it looked like there was an actual foot bone in it. So now I'm like really curious what this looked like if they could look at it for that long and they're like, it looked like it might have had a foot bone. Right. Like, what? Right. They're just like staring at it for five minutes. Yeah. Very confused. And he picked it up, dude. Ugh. Uh, I would just, not. No. 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 Um, and then five days later, a foot washed up near Port Renfrew on Vancouver Island and it matched that same foot. So there was somebody's two feet washing up on different beaches. Jeez. Um, then over a year later, December 8th, 2017, remains of a leg with a shoe attached washed up near the settlement of Jordan river on Vancouver Island. Um, so this one was found. A man was walking his dog and saw a large object tangled in sea kelp. And so the dog like went to check it out. So the guy leans in for a closer look, uh, by the looks of it, quote, quote, by the looks of it, the foot was totally intact. The ankle bones still worked and the bones were attached at the base of the knee. And after calling the police, he brought the thing home for safekeeping. Ex fucking excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Nope. He was worried that if he left it there, that like animals would get it or it would wash away or something. So he freaking brought it home. Nope. Uh, yeah. So the this was like funny because then the one of the articles that I read said that the coroner service said that if people see something similar in the future, to call them before touching the remains. And then I looked at the British Columbia's special investigations unit section on their website and it has like a whole paragraph that's like, please do not touch the found remains and definitely do not take them home with you. And I had to wonder, like, did they put that there because of that guy? Almost definitely. Because like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? And what? the one of the articles was on The Guardian and there was a photo of the foot, like a fucking bone with a shoe at the end. And <sighs> it was like credited to the guy. So the guy took it home and took a picture of it. That is <laughs> fucking wild. What the hell? Um, yeah, no way in hell would I nope. get anywhere near that. If I saw it, I would call the police for sure. Tell them where mm-hmm. it was. I might wait there for them, but I'm not picking that thing up in any capacity and bringing it to my home. Jeez. I'm yeah, all set. I, I do not understand people. <sighs> my, like my only hope is that that guy at least didn't like drive his dog there. Like, please tell me he lived within walking distance and at least could just walk. But then like so many questions of like, did somebody see him walk home with that thing? Yeah, just like, does that guy have a <laughs> skeletonized leg? <laughs> yeah, like, what's going on? So, I don't know what this guy's deal is, but, um, yeah, it was later identified as a Washington State man who went missing and was later found dead in fall of 2016. So, that raised some questions for me. So, they found the guy dead. Was he found right. in the water? Was he found somewhere else without a leg? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. So that was like the funniest story for me. It was just like, what the fuck, man? Don't pick up legs and take them home. Just yeah. don't. It's the moral of that story. If you take, if you, if you walk away from this episode with one thing, let that be the thing. Let that be the thing. Please don't take home any, any bones, any bones that aren't yours Please or close not. friends. Yeah. Just leave them on the beach. Close friends. <laughs> Like if I was somewhere with you and something happened to you and your bone was laying there, I would like, I would take your bone because okay, that's fair. you know, cause like you're my brother, but like, I'm not taking home some stranger's leg bone. It's fucked up. No. 
Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> extra fucked so, up. That was number 18. Uh, number 19 was... So wait, when was that? That was December 2017. So then fast forward May 6, 2018. A man walking along the shore on Gabriola Island again encountered a hiking boot with a human foot inside. No other info. Hmm. Um, then a few months later, September 2018, a foot within a light gray size 9.5 Nike found on the shore near a beach in West Vancouver. Uh, the victim was just believed to be a man under the age of 50, and that's about it. Hmm. And then the most recent was uh, January 1st, 2019. A foot in a boot found on Jetty Island in Everett, Washington. And they later identified it as uh, Antonio Neal. He was a 22-year-old Everett man who had been hmm. missing for three years. Um, his family actually believed that someone harmed him. They were convinced that he had been murdered. Nope. No, it was, there's no, no foul play. Yeah. No foul play at all. Um, so yeah, so that's the, the 21 feet. So then we just get to possible explanations, theories, the hell's yeah. going on. Um, I mean, I guess we have to start with the, the boring answer, which is just that people are hiking or, doing something or they're you know committing or they're dying by suicide mm-hmm. in the Salish Sea good call um, and it is true that they just you know are falling dying their legs are their feet are snapping off at some point in their you know in their decaying form and mm. they're floating because of the shoes you know the 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 I can I could see that, that that would be like a possible thing that the the shoe does protect the foot Mm. and is buoyant. But again, like I said before, I feel like if that was true and if that was the solution to this whole problem in the Salish Sea, this wouldn't be a problem that is only confined to the Salish Sea. I feel like people would be finding feet all over because there's, you know, there's, I've seen no reason to be posited that the Salish Sea is like, more dangerous to hike on than like, I don't know, the Grand Canyon or even like like the rocky coastline of Maine. Like would seems like just as dangerous. Right. So I feel like we'd see more feet. Yeah. Why aren't there more feet everywhere? You think this would be a thing anywhere? I mean, this isn't the only place where there is a body of water like this that's kind of like again, like surrounded by coast on both sides. Right. So, you know, a lot of opportunity for things to wash up. I mean, there's opportunity for things to wash up everywhere i mean there's people die in boating accidents people die in you know planes crash over the ocean and over bodies of water like why would there not be more feet and limbs and things washing up and again even if we're just limiting it to feet because they're specifically protected um by these shoes and maybe not thinking that there'd be like arms and heads and stuff turning up too you just think there'd be more feet in general like not constantly everywhere but that there wouldn't this wouldn't be a weird thing in just one place that there's so many in such a relatively short span of time like oh yeah to me multiple feet washing up per year anywhere seems like a hell of a lot yeah even like five yeah even if exactly been five let alone over 20 yeah so and, and this is something that i mean we think but also like a lot of the police in the area had said this, like the coroners had said it, people had called it astounding and almost beyond explanation. 
Um, especially since no other body parts have turned up. I mean, it just feels odd if these were people that potentially died just near the water, or even if they did die on the water, that there'd be no bodies at all showing up anywhere. Like none of these, as far as I know, none of these feet were matched to any bodies, except maybe that one where they said that the person had been found dead earlier on. But other than that, that still leaves 20 feet that were not attached to any bodies at any point and no other, like no body parts have turned up anywhere. So just how is that happening? Unless there's another explanation. I don't even know. Well, exactly. So, um, yeah, there was an article from June, 2008. Um, so this was not even far into this phenomenon. This was like less than a year. Um, at that point there had already been five feet, and this was a forensic expert at Simon Fraser University in British Columbia said that it's unlikely that just those five feet, again, like this hadn't even been going on for years yet. Um, they said it was unlikely that they belonged to people who each died in separate incidents, that it was really strange to have a whole bunch at once. And again, that's only a quarter of how many were eventually found. Right. Um, and this is a forensic expert saying this, like that this is really fucking weird, guys. Um. So, one suggestion, and this, to me, is like a maybe thing, but it doesn't, basically, as you'll see, nothing that we theorize, I don't think, is going to explain all of them, because, again, there have been a few that are legitimately, like, presuming that they they must know that that woman jumped off the bridge. So, that those that's like actually explained but there is a theory that there was a plane crash near quadra island um yeah. in 2005 so looking at my map quadra island is basically like all of the feet were found in this again pretty broad area but quadra island was still a good ways north of all of that so it would kind of make some sense if that plane had crashed so there were five people on board the plane they found one of the five bodies, but the other four had not been found. Um, right. And so maybe a few of those feet are from. Max, that would explain six. Well, right. Not all 20. Exactly. Or potentially eight, but yeah, because four people, four men. And then they find, they, but they found one dude. Yeah, they found, well, they found one of the five. So there was four right. men still oh, missing. Oh, 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 I see. Um, But. Hmm. Again, like they, at the very least, even if they couldn't identify them to a person, they could still have matched some of those feet. And they really, I think the only feet that they actually matched to somebody else's foot, they identified the person. So that means like maybe they found those four men, like one of those four, like one each of those four men's feet. Um, Right. But still, that's only four dudes of however many people are left once you explain the, the handful that could be explained. That still doesn't explain all the rest of those feet. So. Right. To me, that's like, okay, yeah, maybe that's, but that doesn't really explain everything. Um, Of course, foul play has been suggested. Uh, Some kind of like wild serial killer. Yeah. Serial killer. Again, a few of these can be taken out of the the running, but still a vast majority of these, even if they, to me, them confirming, oh yeah, this was a person who went missing. That doesn't explain why we found their feet. That just explains that they went missing. Um, that's just identifying them. Yeah. That's just like, oh yeah, we know who this person is, but we don't know how they died. So maybe serial killer, maybe organized crime dumping bodies. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, human trafficking, possibly. Ooh, that's dark. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, like you said, what gets me is how they could necessarily rule out foul play when finding just a foot. One, like many of the articles said, quote, none of the feet showed signs of trauma, which just like made me laugh. Cause I'm like, how many ways are there to kill a person that would never touch their feet? Right. Exactly. Like so I mean, many. All you're saying is that we know, yes, you could know scientifically this foot was not sawed off of the leg fine right but you still can't tell me how that person died nope so Definitely not that seems um, crazy to me yeah i don't understand um i was reading too that so one particular thing about the the um the what would you even say the the wind currents of this particular area is unique because it goes it the the prevailing winds go west to east Okay. And since it's on the west coast of the of North America, um, rather than things being brought out to sea from the wind, things are actually brought to the shore via mm. the wind. Interesting. So it's just a way maybe of potentially the wind kind of like traps things closer to the the um the beach or whatever than it would like somewhere like on the east coast or somewhere where the prevailing winds face towards the water. Interesting. So, and I feel like that could apply to several different of these theories. Like it could be people falling and dying and the feet washing up on the shore or serial killer tossing them in the water, hoping that they're going to float away, but actually they float back. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's like the biggest thing about this is that it's like if you could pin down. Yeah. Cause that could explain maybe just why they're washing ashore, but then you still have the mystery of how they got in the ocean to begin with. Right. So right. it's like, you just can't solve both. Um, yeah, it did say, like, one of the things I read said that the, yeah, the ocean currents um, can also carry things long distances. Um, one of the things I read said that a foot could float as far as a thousand miles. So Jeez. it just makes it confusing in a way because it's like you can't even necessarily know that these feet, I mean, the the one guy happened to be found in Everett, Washington, and he was a missing person from Everett, Washington, like, from years before. Right. So it's like on one hand you have that he went missing there three, almost three years before and his foot was found in the same town that he went missing from. Um, huh. But then it's like all the other people, you don't know necessarily where they originated, where the foot even was first put in the water. Um, right. So that makes it hard to, you can't even reliably check missing persons for certain areas. Cause you don't even know, did they go missing in Canada? Was it, in Washington, like, was it possibly in another part of the United States, even like on the coast? I don't, I don't know. Um, so that makes it a little more confusing. And yeah, it said that the, the currents could be kind of unpredictable. So like things can just be washing up anywhere from anywhere. So yeah, it's fucked up. Um, but yeah, again, like the foul play thing, I feel like they, they definitely people just, just because somebody didn't remove their feet, mechanically does not mean that they weren't killed or if they didn't remove them mechanically you know at the actual foot like you could saw somebody's shin bone off and then pull the shin bone out maybe mm, gross it's dark to think about but i it guess is. theoretically possible and that way it wouldn't leave tool marks and it would look quote-unquote natural but right i don't know gross gross very gross yeah 
So uh, apparently human feet have a tendency to produce something called, I don't know how to say this. I was trying to figure out that word as well. Oh, man. Uh, Adipocere? Yeah. Sure. Uh, A soap-like substance formed from body fat, uh, which apparently makes it hard for forensic scientists to find clues. So on top of these just being feet, which I imagine would be challenging anyways. Right. Um, it's kind of hard. And then being in the water, I think kind of doesn't help with any of that. Like any forensic evidence left behind. It's all just confusing. Um, hmm. but it did say, I mean, I didn't really know. It said under optimal conditions, a human body may remain intact in water for as long as three decades. So again, does not Jesus. help. We don't know where the bodies came from and we don't know when they were put into the water. You can't even necessarily, tell how long we've been in the water or three decades is a long time even if it was just checking missing persons that's That's wild yeah you can't even know this was the past few years or even the past 10 years like yeah this could have been 30 years ago that this person went missing and not every person that goes missing is reported missing so there's just not not enough info um so um yeah and again, the decomposition does explain, you know, that the foot can separate from the rest of the body. Uh, the ankle right. apparently is pretty weak. So it can just, that can happen from just decomposition from fish and other animals like feeding on the body. Uh, and then, yeah, the buoyancy caused by air trapped within the shoe would allow it to kind of just float away. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, this uh, like forensic entomologist said that extremities such as the hands, feet, and head often detach as a body decomposes in the water, although they rarely float. So hmm. the, again, the shoes do explain that these feet are just kind of floating around in these uh, kind of encased in these shoes. Right. And they're like chunky dad shoes that have a lot of <laughs> buoyancy to them. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot, a lot going on there to make them float. So um, yeah. And so then the biggest theory is that at least some of these feet belong to people who died in the Asian tsunami, the Boxing Day tsunami in 2004. A huge fan of that theory. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I never would have thought about that, but um, crazy. So It would make sense why they found so many. Yeah. They keep showing up. As we know, a body can last for three decades in the water. Um, Some of those shoes that were found were either particularly distributed in India or other parts of Asia, right? Or at least available in Asia. Yeah. Some of them were, um, and this Richmond based writer, again, Richmond, uh, British Columbia based writer, Shane Lambert said that many of the shoes found were manufactured and sold in 2004 or earlier. Um, interesting. So would make sense. This tsunami was December 26, 2004. Um, and so again, these feet, were found in 2007. So, um, you know, that could be a thing regardless, but it's just interesting that a lot of them were earlier than 2004. Um, right. And yeah, that the ocean currents and their northward traveling tendencies could have carried the feet up the Pacific ocean from the region that was hit. And so they could have just been drifting in the currents for years, like preserved inside of those shoes. And then when they entered currents directed toward Vancouver and the Pacific Northwest, then they kind of, made their way and then eventually washed up. Um, 
which is crazy. And again, that police officer mentioned that there could be, could have been a lot more feet that were never found. I mean, even with people maybe being a little more curious, there still could have been feet that were not found. They could have been, you know, lodged in rocks or just never really spotted by anybody covered in seaweed. How often are people going through and like raking the beach? You know what I mean? Like there could be all kinds of shit. Oh yeah. Um, Makes me think of like the shoes that I've seen on the beach in the past that I've never thought twice about. What could have been inside. Yeah. So if you think about that, like even with people looking, there still could have been ones missed. And if this potentially, I mean, I don't know how long it would take for a foot to float from Asia up to the West coast. But if we're thinking that maybe it was earlier than 2007, like there could have been feet washing up earlier than that. And who knows how many there were total. Um, So yeah, again, many of the shoes had manufacturing routes that were made in varying parts of the world which would make sense. There were some areas hit by the tsunami that were sort of like resort type areas. So there were people coming from everywhere. Um, And so one of the things that I read was talking about how, of course, like if there was something that just killed even like a hundred people and washed them out into the ocean, the likelihood of like this many of those hundred people washing up anywhere would be pretty unlikely. But right considering the fact that there were over 220,000 people that were either killed or presumed dead because they went missing in the ocean from the tsunami, like 20 people of 220,000 making their way up there. Like, sure. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Still, like you said, makes me wonder if there's potentially thousands, tens of thousands of people that got washed away in that tsunami. Why weren't there more feet that washed up elsewhere? Right. Yeah, you'd think that they would be all over, I mean, obviously all over Asia, but also all over, like, the west coast of North and probably South America. Right. Hmm. Yeah, it just seems odd that they would kind of all, I mean, not all of them, but that it would just sort of hit this one particular area hard and that they wouldn't have really been anywhere else. I don't know. And it's also strange, too, because, like, a lot of them ended up kind of, like, inland, like... Yeah, there's like an outlet to the ocean, but there's also like it would have to kind of like go in and then like curve around to end up in some of these places that they were found. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you look at the map, it's like they kind of had to go like up and like, yeah, but like down through this inlet. So I wonder why, you know, why wouldn't there have been more that just like, why wouldn't this have been a whole thing along, like you said, the entire West Coast Like, is just seeing feet um, yeah, it just feels so odd. And then thinking about those people getting washed away with the tsunami was dark, but, um, yeah, real dark. Yeah. It just feels weird. So those are pretty much the only theories that I had found. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, yeah. My, I think it's either the tsunami thing mm. or this, I, I, I feel like it's a serial killer. Yeah. It's the Pacific Northwest. Right. Um, especially what if you had somebody who was, um, you know, either lived in Canada and commuted to the United States for work or vice versa. And so they were able to kind of dump bodies on both sides of the, um, of both, on both sides of the international border. You could kind of throw people off. I know a lot of serial killers will purposely cross state lines to drop bodies to confuse it because it'll be different jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there's some part of his MO that, you know, 
throwing feet into the water and knowing that they're going to get found is like part of it for him. Right. I I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be the first time that somebody like enjoyed the sort of like watching from the sidelines, things popping up in the news and people just generally being perplexed, um, causing a lot of confusion and stirring up the community, especially like it seems like, I mean, Vancouver definitely seems like it's a big area, but again, like a lot of these areas were much smaller sections of Vancouver. So it was like kind of these smaller communities of people were like a little bit, some of the articles that I read talked about people being again, not amused by it, but just like, it just became this weird quirk in the area of just like, Oh yeah. Like the fucking feet. Um, but also, I mean, I'm sure people were kind of concerned, you know, not that people were going missing right then and there, but it made people kind of wonder like, what the hell is going on? Like, that's just a creepy thing for your area to be known for is like, Oh yeah. These feet keep washing up. Yeah. Um, No big deal. Yeah. So yeah, the, the frequency of them just, like i don't know it just to me yeah it's got to be something with a little bit more intention i think because if it was simply these specific currents being weird and kind of yeah like you said making things come from the ocean and wash up on shore rather than drifting out to sea right it just seems like it would be a thing that would have been happening regularly for a long long time oh yeah for many decades in many before different that. places. Yeah. In many different places. And, but even just here, even if it was just the sailor sea that this would have been happening for way longer than just starting in 2007. Um, right. the fact that it seemed like it started up pretty abruptly and has been happening regularly more or less since then right. feels like it's just gotta be something more because I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, if you think if you just pin it to, Oh, it's just a weird quirk of this, area of the ocean it's just the way that things wash up then people didn't start dying and getting in the ocean before you know only from 2007 on like this has been a thing forever so where are all the other feet so i don't know where are all the other feet (laughs) that is the question that's the question so i don't know yeah it seems like there, there has to be some kind of human interference here to me Unless, yeah. again, it, it could have been the tsunami. That would explain, again, the timeline as well. If the tsunami happened in 2004, I'd imagine, again, it takes a little bit for things to float that far. And then right. now they're just, you know, washing up here and there. That could be a thing. But it's got it's just got to be something more than just, oh, I don't know, the currents are weird. Because, like, they've always been fucking weird. Right. So mm-hmm. that doesn't explain right. enough. So I don't know. Something's going on over there. It's fucking weird. Definitely strange. I hope I never find a foot anywhere. No, but now I'm going to check every shoe I find. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's for sure. Because you could be quoted in an article about a foot being found. That would be kind of awesome, actually. Yeah. They'd be like, Portland resident Gray Terrell brought the foot back to his apartment (laughs) and (laughs) let his baby play with it for safekeeping. And both of his dogs chewed on it. Oh my god, yeah, Penny would like gnaw the flesh off. Oh yeah, she would enjoy that. Oh, it'd be terrible. Ugh. She would like eat the shoe. So I definitely will not bring it home. Well, I mean, even yeah. if we were walking on the beach and found one, I would not be convinced that she wouldn't, you know, grab it and think it was like a toy. Ugh. Oh yeah, she would. I'm picturing Penny now. Penny is Gray, one of Gray's dogs and yeah. like little wild thing. 
And I'm just picturing yep. her like picking up the bone and like doing that thing that dogs do where they like shake their heads like crazy. Oh, she would yeah. too. Oh. She's like the yeah. kind of dog that eats like garbage off the ground while we're doing like going for a walk too. So better believe if she found like a shoe filled with meat and bone that she would pick Ugh. it up. God. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Nasty, nasty dog. Like sweetest dog ever, nasty but dog. I've never met a dog who ate trash before. No, that's Benny. That's yeah. It's pen pal. So yeah, I don't know. I think we can agree theory wise that this is definitely some, something's a little more sinister is potentially happening at the very least something. I don't know with more of a timeline again, either tsunami or serial killer, but something like started something somewhere in those mid two thousands. It was not just, uh, these currents. I don't think, I think it's something happens. I think so too. Something sinister and something dark. Yeah. There's a serial killer out there. Maybe they're tracking them and maybe that's why they're like, no, it's not. Uh, there's nothing suspicious, but really they're like, they got it going. They don't want to scare the serial killer off, you know? Right. By letting them yeah. know that they're onto them. Yeah. They're like, no, definitely no foul play with all of these completely different bodies. Uh, nope. Couldn't be anything Definitely weird. not. No, totally normal. So, Yeah. One of the, the weirder topics we've done, honestly, which is saying a lot. Right. Considering yeah. all the topics are pretty weird, but that's it's a unique one, I would say. This so a good one. This was a fun one to research. Yeah. It was. It was interesting. Not not too much in the way of like actual explanation, but that's kind of how we like it. Right. So nice and unknowable, you could say. Yeah, extremely unknowable. So definitely, uh, I'm sure there are some of you listeners that are uh, over there in that area of the Sailor Sea. And if you are, get in touch with us. Let us know what do you think is going on? Have you, do you know anybody who has found a foot? Um, Have you found a foot? Or just generally, what do people in the community, if you live in that area, what do people think of this story? There must be like some locals who have some good theories as far as what they suspect. So what do you think is going on? Um, Let us know. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, please let us know. I'm interested to hear. Yeah. And as always, find us on Instagram at a noble podcast. Yep. Uh, find us on Facebook. Message us. Talk to us. Suggest topics. Um, again, go check out Loudmouth Threads on Instagram. He's got some badass stuff for sale in general, but he also has some unknowable stuff that he designed for us. So yeah, grab some merch. Yeah, grab some merch. You can get a t-shirt, a pullover, hooded sweatshirt, or a mug. And they're all super oh, yeah. cool. I have one of each. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Just let us know what you think. This is right. unknowable. Unknowable. Love you. <laughs>